0: Child and adolescent mental health disorders. Sixty percent with most depression, and eighty percent with anxiety. That's I just felt kids. numb to the kids world.
1: being bullied sometimes to
0: It death. seems the passage of time has only made bullying I've worse. I've seen a lot of
1: bullying. Happening. This is an issue that touches just about every family. There's just it's a constant pressure, I guess, with everybody. It takes a lot of guts to talk about this. Welcome to Teen Talk, a podcast platform by teens for teens, where we have a chance to be heard. That's right. Real teens talking about real life. Meeting teenagers where we are and engaging in real conversations with each other and for each other.
0: Our moderator is
1: Jason Hopkins, president and CEO of National Alliance on Mental Illness, Arapahoe and Douglas Counties. He's also the president and founder of The Connection Project.
0: We will explore the topics that matter most to teens today. It is a podcast for teens, by teens, proudly sponsored by Mountain High Appliance. Our goal is to meet you where you are and reinforce that you are not alone. We will discuss relevant topics, share personal stories, and inspire hope. Today, Miss Colorado, Monica Thompson, is back with us for Teen Talk. Last time she was here, we talked about her role as Miss Colorado and, more importantly, her valuable work to support girls today. Her passion and courage is contagious and serves as a positive role model for girls. Through the efforts, she shines a spotlight on the importance of building strong girls and has used her platform to make a difference. To learn more about Monica's journey to becoming Miss Colorado, please listen to our earlier Teen Talk conversation. Monica, thank you for being here today and your willingness to contribute to Teen Talk.
1: Absolutely. I'm excited to be here again.
0: Yeah, well, I'm thrilled to have you. Um, A lot's happened since we last talked, Mm -hmm. and I'm hopeful today we can just have a conversation around what's happened, catch us up. Um, So for the folks that are listening that don't know, um, in December, you competed in the Miss America pageant right? and um, were was a top seven finalist. Yes. Um, congratulations. Thank you. Um, but I really thought, um, being that this is Teen Talk, we could use this time today to talk about what that experience was like for you. Um, obviously, you weren't selected as Miss America. Um, I think that there were probably some lessons learned there. And I think that um, hopefully if we do our jobs well here today, we can serve as a guidepost for other teens that are listening and realize that... You know, we don't always get our way necessarily, but but things work out. Absolutely. So so tell us about Miss America. I mean, I can't even imagine what that experience was like.
1: Right. And we might have talked last time about just becoming Miss Colorado. That was a five-year-long journey. It was a long journey just to get... The ticket to go to Miss America. So this has been a dream for a long time, growing up watching Miss America. But Miss America has also gone through a lot of changes this past year. Um, They changed locations, for one. Atlantic City is historically where Miss America is held. But instead, they had it in the Mohegan Sun Casino in Connecticut this year. Wow. a lot of That's a great question. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I think NBC took over, and so I think there were some network changes. But on top of that, you know, historically, Miss America was had swimsuit, had an evening gown portion, and instead, Miss America this year said, we want to focus more on these women individually. Right. We want to focus on what they're passionate about, what they're doing, and what they would do with the job of Miss America, because it really is a job, just like Miss Colorado is sure. a job in the state. So just having all of those changes, even within the past five years, it was almost walking into a competition that was a little bit new to every single one of the candidates vying for this title and this job of Miss America. So there was a little bit of maybe nervousness just around that because they actually implemented a new phase of competition. They called Social Impact Pitch, which I actually love because it was talking about our platforms. For mine, it's Building Strong Girls. It's the work that I've done with that and really pitching yourself to those judges to say, This is what I've done. This is what I would do as Miss America. And it ended up being a lot of girls' favorite phase of competition because we got to talk about what we're passionate about. So going into that competition, I think, yeah, it was the culmination of so much hard work. It's the work that nobody sees. It's the work behind (laughs) closed doors of practicing interview. It's talking out loud to yourself. It's practicing that talent phase. And then you get there and it's, it's surreal. It's surreal because you're with that There's 50 other women from all across the United States all wanting this job, but also trying to get to know one another, supporting one another. It's not that stereotypical pageant, you know, that we think about. It it really is women supporting other women.
0: Well, and and other women who are all equally qualified to serve in the role. Absolutely, Um, yes. I love hearing that the pageant is changing and evolving, and imagine that we're highlighting or, or underscoring um, the real work and impact that that you all as women can have yes. um, if they use that platform and, and are given the opportunity to do so. Mm-hmm. So that's fantastic. So let's talk a little bit. I know we had talked about it last time. Um, let's talk about your social impact um, no. initiative, Building Strong Girls. Tell our listeners again what that is for you.
1: Building Strong Girls is about developing this next generation of women to be strong, confident, and healthy. And it really stems from both the physical aspect of being physically strong and working with organizations like Girls on the Run. I've been a volunteer with them and then actually created a national partnership with this title of Miss Colorado to say, if I win Miss America or as Miss Colorado, I want to be this voice for young women, right. because we also want to focus on the mental aspect, which is where it's so important because we're seeing this decline in, in you know girls' attitudes and their confidence and ultimately a higher rate of suicide among our young girls. sadly sadly, right, and and it's just impacted my own family but also just friends, and I just said, what can what can I do?" And so it's partnering with those organizations and continuing to, to give a voice to, to girls who might not feel confident enough to have one right
0: that that's fantastic so your goal was really to build upon the work you're doing in miss colorado right so so tell me about you know kind of the details of what does that work look like for you mm-hmm. how how do you get involved because I, I would imagine there's an unending amount of work to that, be done
1: <laughs> right and i think one of the great things about building strong girls it is a broad concept and the fact that you really can build strong girls in a variety of ways it can be teaching girls how to run around a school track because when you set goals for yourself or when you teach girls how to handle bullying or how to find confidence in the attributes that you have been given, it's just simple things. And I think working with programs that are proven programs already is is really where I have found the most success. So it's organizations like Girls on the Run. There's a whole bunch out there, you know, Girls Inc., Girl Scouts of America, all have just slightly different programs, but all are proven programs. And so just giving those opportunities to more young women.
0: So really, it sounds like a lot of that work is about giving girls life skills.
1: Yes. You know,
0: starting with a foundation that may give them some confidence to go on and achieve what they want to. Yes. In in doing this work, are there some things that have surprised you to learn or things that you have, um, and this is two questions here, but Mm -hmm. two things that uh, are things that you have noticed are, um, you know, more prevalent in in things that girls are struggling with today?
1: Yes and yes. (laughs) So (laughs) I think you know, one thing that has surprised me is is actually just a, a research tip that I found out from working with Girls on the Run, and it's that they don't actually allow men to be coaches. Okay. for their program and on the surface I thought well why why is that I mean men should be part of this conversation of how we build strong girls but research shows us that young girls in that maybe like 10 to 13 year old age range open up more to older women there okay. is a, a actually they feel more confident they feel more comfortable and they're not comparing themselves or getting self-conscious around if a, if a man were to coach their team which I actually thought was a really interesting it makes perfect tidbit, sense right but you just hear it and you say oh yeah I mean when I was thirteen that was definitely true. Sure. But I think also I think the maybe the number one struggle I see in our younger girls is is that confidence. It's but it seems almost that it's getting younger and younger and younger and younger. The girls are becoming more self-conscious at a younger age and therefore they limit themselves. They say, I'm not good enough to go after that, you know, pres- class president role or right even to score well on a test. I'm not good at math, and they just decide their future when they're nine years old, and they right. limit themselves. And so it's really giving, like you said, girls those skills, those life skills to rethink and retrain their brain because they really are capable of so much more than what they think.
0: Absolutely. What do you think's contributing to that, though?
1: <sighs> Such a multifaceted issue. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's we, hard, we talk yeah. about that,
0: that topic. in we really damn. Every topic I, I have, we're talking about where the train's going off the track, mm-hmm. but I agree. It sounds like it's happening earlier and earlier.
1: Yeah, and uh, social media it seems to be the thread <clears throat> that ties it all together. Correct. But it's, it, it is more than that. I think there's... A family landscape that has changed in in America, especially, but also, you know, more parents are at work. How do we pour into our young kids? How do we have these mentorship programs available to a whole bunch of socioeconomic classes, which is, is also something that I'm really passionate about is giving the same opportunities to counties in Colorado that may have more money than those that don't, Um, you know, because we really want to care about every single person and where they fall on that economic scale.
0: Well, and really like any social impact cause, I mean, you know, looking at the whole picture is such an important part of being able to make a sustainable change. Yes. Um, So it's it's fantastic that somebody like yourself is willing to take this on as an initiative Mm. and come in and say with the platform that you've been given, can we make a difference or move the needle? Yes. Um, I, I admire and applaud that work. Mm. Um, you know, I guess the the question I'm really looking at now that you've been through Miss America, mm. um, you know, that that was all of these years of preparation yes. and you get there. What was that experience actually like for you? Mm. Um, you know, are you're working to build strong girls. Did you work with with equally strong women and, and has that work evolved into the platform that, that you were able hmm. to experience through that?
1: At Miss experience. America itself? Yeah. Yes, I, I think so. What, what it did, you know, going to Miss America and being around 50 other women actually gave me confidence in the fact that women are able to do so many things. Right. I mean, there's 50 women who are in every realm of work and every realm of of passion of what they're advocating for. But I also think going to Miss America gave me Gave me more confidence in the voice that young women can have. I mean, I'm I'm 25 years old. Sure, but being at Miss America, there's a camera on you, and I answered questions in front of millions of people (laughs) about building strong. (laughs) No pressure, right? No pressure. It's the weirdest job interview ever, but at the same time, I did it. And you know, I walk back and I I look back, and it gives me confidence to say, not only can I do it, but I want to, you know, encourage young girls who might say, "Oh, I could never, I could never do that." you can sure you it can. just it just takes time takes practice and it takes believing in yourself
0: so from those experiences what do you think you bring back to colorado now and the work that you're doing with building strong girls has has anything changed for you
1: mm. i think it's just made me probably more passionate because you know working towards that goal i did Reach out to a lot of different organizations, a lot of different leaders in this world. Right. Um, even Girls on the Run International, so their international headquarters, saying, "What can what What are we doing? Are we moving in a way that's going to affect you know long after my year as Miss Colorado?" Right. And one thing that I proposed to them was actually working on an app, an app that. You know, young girls and families can develop so that mm-hmm. they can have those daily positive mantras on their phones. They can maybe learn how to run through that, um, and so that's one project that I'm working on just wow. because of being Miss Colorado. And so, yeah, I do think it's made me more passionate, but it's also giving me given me people and opportunities that I probably wouldn't have had otherwise. Well,
0: you got connected.
1: Yeah. yeah. And exactly. and from that
0: place, I mean, you know, it we have a great responsibility. Like now that you're connected, what do you do with it? Right. So I admire that that you're taking that and turning it into something. Mm. So I mean, you know, you were top seven finalists, um, mm. which is an amazing feat out of fifty women. Um I, I had hoped you were going all the way. <laughs> um unfortunately you didn't. Yeah. What what was the experience of losing like for you?
1: Mm. Losing's never easy. Right. I mean and, and I think even, you know, all those years of trying for Miss Colorado, it was like, man, you know, this is this is the mountain that I just can't seem to climb. (laughs) And then when that happens and you go to Miss America, it's a it's a one time deal. Right. You can only compete at Miss America once. And so there's a lot of pressure and I think that very first night of preliminary, so before that final night competition that everyone sees on television, there's okay. these two nights of prelims where every girl competes in every phase of competition, and that determines who's going to be that top 15 or that top seven.
0: Sounds like a long night.
1: Long night. <laughs> <laughs> long night of uh, everyone doing everything. Right. And I didn't win a preliminary award either of those nights. So okay. uh, no talent award, no prelim interview award, no prelim on stage question. They gave out three each night. And for me, there was a little bit of, oh, man, the judges must not like me because I didn't win this prelim award, and it's easy to get in your head. And I think that first night in particular, um, I competed in the talent phase, and I didn't win that. And talent for me has always been my favorite phase. It's what I trained in in college. And to not win that, it was like, oh. It was hmm." a letdown. Definitely a letdown and easy to get in my head. And that second night, I really just had to let it go and say, Let me just have fun on stage. And that made truly all the difference, both in my attitude towards those phases of competition. But I think in what the judges saw as well, because I didn't win a prelim, but I was in that final night competition, that top seven.
0: Right. And regardless of the fact that you you didn't become Miss America, Mm -hmm. there's no question in my mind in knowing you, you're going to go on and do amazing things. Mm -hmm. And this will all have served you well, I would imagine. Um, You know, we talk a lot Um, And have talked a lot in Teen Talk around, you know, teens today have this fear of failure. Mm. You know, there's that overwhelming pressure that my parents are going to be disappointed or my teachers are going to be disappointed or I'm going to be disappointed myself if I don't do or accomplish certain things. Mm. And having just been through this experience of working incredibly hard Mm. and and not having the outcome that you anticipated or wanted – Um, how do you think that you can take your wisdom and experience and help guide kids Mm -hmm. today? Because I don't know about for you, failure built me. You know, if I hadn't failed at things along the way, I wouldn't be here today. So I always look at it, Mm -hmm. if I hadn't been there, I wouldn't be here. Right. Um, But if I'm a 14, 15, 16-year-old kid or even younger or older, um, it's devastating. Yes. And it's hard to tell a kid today that you know this will not be the rest of your life like (laughs) trust me this this will not Mm -hmm. be um what advice do you think that you could impart from your recent experiences that that might be valuable Mm
1: -hmm. failure does not define you and i think that that's huge too i mean like you said you learn more from failure than you do when you win i think that's true in my years of trying to be miss colorado but you have to think of the bigger picture, too. And like you said, it's it's hard when you're talking to young kids. One thing that I do when I'm actually going into schools, especially elementary schools, I say, let's play a guessing game. I want you to stand up when I say how many years you think it took me to win Miss Colorado. So stand up if you think it took me one year. And I'll get a kid or two, two years, three years, four years, five years. And the kids are like, oh, there's no way. You know, There's right. no way it took her five years. But to show them and to admit my f- failures, in a sense shows them that, oh, maybe that's okay. Because I asked them, you know, what if I had given up after time number right. two, made time it number a one three, and done made it one and done. And and they said, well, you never would have been here. You wouldn't be Miss Colorado. Right. And I say, exactly. You know, you, you have to have a dream. That's step number one, but then don't give up because like I said before, like you're worth so much more and your failure is just a part of your story. Right, it's, it's been so much a part of my story, and when you finally and a part of like your the, success and a part of my success. I mean, <clears throat> truly, because I would not be the Miss Colorado I am. I would not be the woman that I am without right. having the failures that I did. They shaped and molded me.
0: Well, we need a hundred of you doing this work. <laughs> so, um, I, I really, I, I sound like I'm gushing like a fan club here. I really admire the work that you're doing. I think, mm-hmm. I think it's so necessary and timely and important. Mm-hmm. Um, You've got a few more months as Miss Colorado. Are yeah. there things that you're um, really focused on wrapping up in that time? I mean, obviously, I'm sure there is. Um, mm-hmm. And then what are the next steps for you? What right. happens life after Miss Colorado?
1: <laughs> life after, yes. I think right now, you know, for the next few months, one of my goals is to, go to get in as many schools as I possibly can. Okay. My heart is with kids. And so to be able to go into elementary schools, middle schools, high schools, and tell You know, obviously a a different presentation to each of those age groups, but why I'm passionate about building strong girls, why it's important or why why failure is okay. You know, that's such an important message that every age group, I think, still needs to hear. And I am an open and honest person when it comes to the failures and the trials that I've had to go through in my life just to be Miss Colorado. And I think, you know, it's also recruiting for the next Miss Colorado because I want the next Miss Colorado to have a heart for service, no matter what that looks like for her. And so um, these next few months are dedicated to that. When I give up my crown at the end of May, you know, after the tears and <laughs> after after the crown's put on a shelf, you're gonna take a long vacation. Take a lot, li- no, probably not. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I'm. I'll probably, you know, I'd love to go back to work. I worked for nonprofits beforehand. Okay. Um, I was in. I was an actor. Worked for nonprofits. I think I've had a million different jobs in the 25 years of my life. But for me, it's it's still building strong girls. I would love okay. to either work for a nonprofit that has that same momentum, um, maybe even start my own nonprofit. Um, that's that's something that my eyes have been kind of open to of combining my love and my background in theater with this love and passion for building strong girls. Can mm-hmm. those merge into a program that is an after-school program where girls can use theater as a coping mechanism as a girls on the run. It could be a theater program. Absolutely. And just kind of using yeah theater as a life skill that you can develop to develop young women as well. And so, so we'll see, you know, all of that's very gray, but I'm open to possibilities and and I'm looking forward to whatever that next challenge is.
0: Well, I can't wait to see what comes next. Um, First and foremost, thank you for being here today. I'm so grateful for the opportunity to talk to you. Thank you for serving girls and Mm -hmm. just, you know, sharing your heart of service um, with the world. We, we need more of you. Um, you. Yeah. I'm grateful to you.
1: Oh, I appreciate it. That's really nice. Yeah. yeah.
0: Glad you were here today. Thank you so much. Thanks, Monica. If you or someone you know is struggling or in crisis, please contact Colorado Crisis Services. They can be reached by text at 38255 or by phone at 844-493-8255. For a complete list of resources, visit 1043thefan.com, cozy101.com, or kygo.com, and click on Mental Health Awareness, located under the Strengthening Families page. Teen Talk Podcast is presented by the Public Affairs and News Department of Bonneville, Denver. Please don't text and drive.